Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for joining me today. Really glad you could be here. Oh man, have you seen this article about Coffee Mate? They uh they want to they're offering $5,000. Your chance to win $5,000 if you don't participate in a turkey trot this year. In case you don't know, the turkey trot happens all over the US and it's typically a 5-miler for the adults and like a 5k for the kids. And yeah, for some reason, Coffee Mate just does not like it. They say in an effort to stop the disruption of the morning coffee routine, Coffee Mate is asking fans to skip the infamous turkey trot this year for a chance to win $5,000. Now, first of all, if you're a coffee drinker, I don't think the turkey trot is getting in the way of your morning routine. I mean, I, I don't know anybody that, if you're a coffee drinker, you're having your coffee before you go out to a run like this. Like, it's just not interfering with their little crappy, uh, you know, creamers. I mean, does anybody even drink coffee made anymore? I can't believe they even have $5,000 to give away. But yeah, for some reason, they just want to take that away. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think they're going to put a dent in the, uh, in the turkey trot, but I have to question them because, you know, on the day that most people eat the most calories of the year, they want us to sit around and be sedentary, you know? They, they say, you know, just stay home. Uh, let's see, here's the official quote. Here at Coffee Mate, we know better than anyone that the morning coffee routine is not only personal, it's sacred, okay? Agreed there. Every Thanksgiving, the infamous 5K, first of all, they got that wrong. It's not an infamous 5K, it's a five-miler. You can tell this person has never run a turkey trot. The infamous 5K poses a potential disruption in that ritual. Leonardo Asperu, that's the guy that said that. He's uh, the Nestle Senior Director of Brand Marketing. Nestle, get a new guy. Anyway, I'll, I'll get off the soapbox now, but I only bring that up because the other day, Kim uh, asked me, she said, are you, are you going to run the, uh, the turkey trot this year? Because I usually do. It's not always an official race, but I will uh, do a five-miler, you know, on Thanksgiving because, you know, I know that I'm going to throw down on some mashed potatoes and uh, some, you know, some goodness. Of course, I don't eat turkey, but uh, I, I still participate, you know. I still probably have more than my fair share of calories. I'm at a caloric surplus on Thanksgiving, <laughs> but uh, I have to kind of take a step back from it this year. And I think I mentioned a few weeks ago about the injury that I had with my, with my hip flexor. And I, I'm, I'm up to like three miles, but I don't want to push it. And I've had to kind of take a, a step back and sort of reassess things. You know, I'm trying to go from a runner to a walker. And when I first had to do that, you know, my ego was not having it. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're a runner. We don't, we don't walk, you know, that's, that's for other people. Uh, you run that way you can go around telling people 
all these running things that you do. And anytime my ego kind of uh, has a fit like that, I, I try, try to take notice, you know, and sort of poke at it a little bit like, well, what's the big deal? You know, if the same cardiovascular effects happen, if it's still the same health benefits, like what does it matter how fast we're going? Like we're not going to get in the Olympics, bro. And it was sort of an identity shift. And during this time, I was reminded of uh, one of the books I have, uh, Dean Carnassus. He wrote a book called The Ultra Marathoner. And it's one of the few books I have signed. And the, uh, the thing that he wrote on my book is that he says, if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, just keep going. And that, that quote just like really stuck with me during this time. It's like, just don't give up, you know, just keep moving somehow, some way, you know, you've got two legs, you got a heart beating. Let's just get out there and do what we can. And so I've started looking into it. Like is running enough? I'm sorry, is walking enough? Um, most people, they say, get like four to 5,000 steps a day. And, you know, during the whole uh, COVID lockdown, you know, I was working from home and uh, just not really getting out too much. I know my steps were probably less than that four to 5,000 a day. You know, I would, I would go through these bouts where I wouldn't get out. I wouldn't, you know, have any physical exercise. And then I would kind of get a little stir crazy and I would go out and I'd try to run five miles all at once, which probably got my hip in the situation that it's in. I'd listen to some David Goggins and think, oh, well, I can just, you know, get out there and push it. And uh, that's, that's not advisable. Uh, I wouldn't really recommend that regiment to anyone. <laughs> but I stumbled upon a new study. And this thing is, is really good. It's not like my, my bro science episode about living to be 100. Like this is actually backed by peer-reviewed research. And it, uh, where is it from here? Let me give you the details first. Nature Medicine. And of course, I'll link this in the show notes so you can, so you can check it out. But it is uh, an interesting study that says that if just getting 8,000 miles can reduce most chronic illnesses... Um, these are the things that plague us the most uh, in our society, you know, like uh, inflammation, uh, some gastrointestinal issues, obesity, diabetes, sleep apnea, even depression. They say all of these things can be severely reduced by just taking that four to 5,000 like normal steps a day and pushing it up to 8,000 to 10,000. And what I was really blown away by is that the steps don't have to occur all at once. Um, I had this conception, you know, back when I was, you know, running that your workout had to be like concise. It had to be like, you know, you had to do your block all at one period of time. But for this particular, for the walking, at least for this study, you know, they, uh, they do not say you have to do that. In fact, you know, you can do uh, 15 minutes in the morning, 
a 15-minute walk at lunch, a 15-minute walk at night, and that is, that's perfectly okay. Sort of like it's uh, almost like micro-workouts. And they even looked at like the cadence of the walk, you know, how often that you have to go. Um, if slow walking obviously didn't have as much of an impact as like fast walking. And when I say fast walking, they, there's no particular speed. They, they basically say that it just needs to be at a higher clip than maybe you normally do. Like imagine you're just a few minutes late at the airport you're not like having to run to get to the terminal, but you're you're walking at a brisk pace. That's sort of the the sweet spot there. And this this eight thousand steps a day cuts mortality rates in half. Like imagine if you could package that up in a pill. I mean, people would be lined up if you could basically say this will cure 50% of your diseases. You know, it, it would be something that people would, it would be all over the news. But I think something as simple as walking is just not, that's not a, that's not an easy sell for some reason. Um, which is crazy because you don't need a gym membership. You don't need to have any special equipment or, you know, uh, I mean, the only thing you need is a decent pair of shoes. Um, and, and I hate to admit it. This is, this is hard for me to admit because I'm having to admit that my wife was right. But um, from a weight management standpoint, and maybe even an injury standpoint, walking is better than running. It's, you burn more fat by doing a 45-minute walk than you do a 45-minute run. And that's just bizarre to me. I always thought like I had to go hard and strong in order to, you know, uh, to burn the most amount of calories. But that's not so much the case. So if you are looking to kick those steps up, I have a few suggestions because after years of trying to stay consistent, I have figured out a few ways um, that it can kind of prime you, you know, if you're looking to, to start a new walking habit or get, get into it a little bit more. Um, my first tip, and this is anytime I'm in a slump, this is what I like to do. I like to get a new pair of shoes. Right now I've got the, these Hoka's. I don't know if you've seen this. Is it Hoka or Hoka? It's Hoka. I'm going to say Hoka, but it, it's, uh, these Hoka shoes and really thick soles. They're like grandpa shoes, but it feels like I'm walking on a cloud. I can't say enough good things about these things. They're not the lightest uh, shoe out there. It's not going to hug the road, but um, who am I kidding? You know, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not running four minute miles and uh, these, you go for comfort, you know, at least that's where I'm at right now. The other thing I like to do is something that is known in the culinary world. It's called mise en place. And what it means is that before chefs prepare the meal, they get all their ingredients out. They prep everything. They have all the pans and the equipment that they're going to need to make this meal. They're not running back and forth into the pantry to get items and pull them out and all that stuff. And I think that is a very good way to prepare oneself for running, you know, have 
your your clothes all laid out the night before and you you pick out whatever playlist or podcast you're going to listen to on the run um, you just have to prepare and just make it easy that way all you have to do when the alarm goes off is just wake up and put on the clothes and it really helps another way is to you know if you want to spring for a, an extra you know purchase you could get yourself a tracking device if you don't already have one most people already have these things but um, I think being able to track and see one's progress is huge. And um, you just have to overcome the potential excuses that the brain is going to have because our, our brains are fantastic machines at making excuses. And if you're not at that 8K, 8,000 step level, like no sweat, just just build on what you have. You know, if you're you're already working... If you're already, you know, doing your normal walks and that's getting you to the four to 5,000 range, just throw in a 15-minute walk. After a couple of weeks, throw in another 15-minute walk. And you just keep building on that until you, you no longer get sick and you live this amazing life. Well, speaking of, it's about that time for me to uh, throw on these grandpa shoes and, and do some walking. I'll link the, uh, the study that I talked about in the show notes as well as this craziness about, uh, you know, Coffee Mate trying to, to stop people from going to the turkey trot. I have to admit, this, this contest is so dumb, I think I might uh, register for it and then still do my, my normal thing of walking and running. Maybe that, is that, am I being a bad person by doing that? Let me know. Hit me up, thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. You can find me on the social media at the Coffee Buzz PC, and as always, the uh, Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com for my for my email crew. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it, and I will talk to you next week.